direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the Bet's Cigar Shop, east or just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks for this installment are... This, Rick. this town needs an enema. Hey, enema boys at his home in Plastow Cigar. Hey, we got Tommy the Dominator. Dominator. Welcome back, listeners. What's going on? Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. That's right. I'm here. They missed a few, but there's no conspiracy to it. No conspiracy to it. You bet. Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, good evening, good evening, everybody. <laughs> Stick right here. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. Don't touch that dial. I'm gonna make yourself a big drink. We're gonna have a good, real good program for you tonight. Uh, what's so special about tonight, Javi? Second anniversary. You bet. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Two years, man. Yeah, two years. Okay. And we got the taco Steve. Taco light, baby. I love tacos. I love tacos. I eat tacos all the time. Give me. T- all right, Taco Steve. Hey, how you doing? Back for I don't know how many episodes. I don't know. I lose count. I can't keep track of you. I can't even keep track of me. Comedy Chris. I'm funny. Hey. Huh? I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I- <laughs> hey, hey, what can you share with me and keep at the same time? I don't know. An STD. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I don't get it. You know that type of it. oil. Oh, All yeah. Right. All right, we got next to me here, Correspondent Mike, also known as the Leprechaun King. The Leprechaun King. Yes. I feel like I need one of those... Uh, Viagra? You know. Enemas? No. I'm, no, I'm Irish and I'm blanking on the friggin' hat. Oh, that's a, yeah, uh, right. Uh, the little shamrock hat. No, there. no, a, uh, uh, a shamrock shake? No. The, uh, <laughs> a lady? <laughs> an STD? No. <laughs> like an STD? Uh, a skelly, a skelly cap. Skelly cap, okay. Skelly cap, yeah. And skelly we, cap ha- company. we have a special guest tonight. We do. We, we do. do. We have Mr. Wacky Tabacky. Bad to home. My rag top fails so my hair can blow. The girl is on standby waiting just to say hi. Did you stop? No, I just drove by, kept on. What's up, everybody? Glad to be here. Thank welcome, you welcome. Me, Mr. Wacky Tabacky. We'll get into what his real name is in a second. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this is your humble announcer producer, Sadat Hakeem. Our segments usually include Hidden Herb Blind Cigar Review, but since it's the second anniversary show, we all have a Hidden Herb from a past episode, and we're all smoking something different tonight, just a little different. Okay, current events, we got lots of current events, and local smoke, we got the local spotlight. We have a couple of places to talk about. Ricky and I went yes. on a little excursion the other night. We up did. To the place we haven't been in a long time. We had fun. And then Conspiracy Corner, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with the not-so-hidden her reveal and recap. However, how, however, if we yeah. go around the room and say which number we're smoking, because yeah. some of these might hit our top ten. They might. Never know. Uh, we'll find out. When you read your numbers, I have okay. the, the list. Okay. So uh, find us all over the internet, usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. Wow, Dave, I'm impressed you got that all in one shot. You bet. That's a record. 
Uh, it's only happened what? Like it's two years. Amazing. It's almost <laughs> professional. Yeah, so almost. Uh, let's light up these cigars. I'm ready to have a cigar here. I haven't had a cigar in two days. What's it, what's everybody you don't happen to have numbers? a cigar? Do you? Tommy, what number you got? Uh, seventy-two. I get an XO. So a seventy-two. Yes, the Balmoral came out to a nine point seven on on the show. That was up there. What do you got there, uh, Mustang? Don't have a number. You don't have a number? It's on the tab, Mike. It's written on the This tab. should be a little number. No, some of them don't have numbers oh, okay. on them. Do you know what it is? Not yet. Oh, it's hidden, hidden herf. Hidden, hidden herf. What do you have, herf? I got extra episode 68. I got the lunatic. Ooh, lunatic. okay. Good cigar. Good cigar. What do you have there, Mr. Wacky? I got number 65. 65, Okay. Perdomo 20th. Very nice. Ooh, very what do you have there, Taco? I have number 82, one of my favorite cigars. Ooh, 82. The Undercrown Shade. Very nice. That was a 9.0. Yeah, I like it. Very nice. What do you have there, Comedy? Number two. Number two? two? No, no, not that number. The little number written on the bottom. <laughs> number two. <laughs> what? That's the number I see. I got to no, go number two. No. He's got to go number two. It can't be number two. We'll take a short break. Chris has to go number two. Oh, yeah. hold on. It's on the blue. Man. I can't he has read number it. 83. 83. 83. Okay, 83. Who writes the small stuff? Yeah, I wrote Oh, that was the Christoph Vengeance Robusto. That was a 9.6. Yep. What do you have there, Mike? He's got a number three. <laughs> He's panicking. Mike has a, I say, oh, YP. Uh, 87. 87. He, he didn't want to know what it is. I didn't want, I don't want to know what it is, actually. Okay. Right. You can tell, you can tell me after. Okay. Give him the rating on it, though. I yeah, will. give me the rating. It didn't make our, uh, top 10, but uh, it, it's close. Uh, okay, what do you got there, Dave? I have number 74. Number 74 also didn't make our top rating. That's okay. It's a, it's a Hoyo. And I have number 75. Which, are, which is the Agonosa, which did come out to a 9.6. Oh, the mm-hmm. Agonosa. So I have the pick. Hoya yeah. de Nicaragua Lancero, and I don't care if Ooh. it came out in the top ten. Speaking of I that, like Lanceros. I know well. The Agonosa is another yeah, one I like. Matt, both me and you had it. The end, Dave, the new Agonosa. The one that was uh, infused. The, you had it, right? No, the, I didn't have that one, actually. Oh, you didn't have the it? Cask. No. Oh, no, I didn't have that one. And I was actually at two guys today, and I, Dude, oh, I you should have one. And they were like, we're, they're all gone. They're all gone, like, yeah. Come on. A single cask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was, yeah. It was last week. Yeah, when I got... Not anymore. Yeah, when I got like two, there was... I think there's like six left. Yeah. <laughs> you get two, so you have one for me. That's good. No, I smoked it, actually. <laughs> good to know, I Mike. smoked it. Good I smoked to it. know. I smoked it. I gave one to Ricky. You it still was going to be for what? you, and then I was like, I... I do, but I don't this. have my humidor. I still have it, though. Okay. It was very good. How's everybody liking that cigar so far? Loving it. It's a cigar. How bad could it be? What could be? How bad could it be? amazing. <laughs> Usually what we do, Matt, everybody's smoking it. They don't know what they're smoking, and we talk about them and whatnot, but we have nine different cigars going here. Three, six, nine different cigars going, so we're all not going to talk about all of them. <laughs> but you can talk about yours if you want. Since you don't usually do this, we usually do this, so let's tell me, see tell me what you think about that. The Perdomo 20th? Well, Perdomo is definitely one of my favorites. I, I haven't really had a Perdomo cigar that I didn't like. The one thing I will say is the Sun Grown that Perdomo does mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, is some of the best. I mean, well, yeah, I like the Sun Grown. Which, 
Which song are that? The Champagne I mean, or... They're all good, but if I had to pick one... Actually, mm-hmm. my new favorite one as of like last week is the new one that just came out, the ESV. Have not had... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one that come in the Haven't coffin. Had the little box. Yeah, I yeah. had that. Those, that that's my yeah. new favorite sun-grown from so, Perdomo. Before that, it was the 20th. Mm-hmm. So the Perdomo sun-grown champagne was, came out on our show as a 9.7. Yep. Mm. That was up there. Mm. I love that cigar in the Corona size. I mostly right. smoke a lot of my cigars. I like I, a man. I'm, <laughs> I usually <laughs> smoke. I usually smoke the Toro size. Toro size. Yeah, especially in Perdomo. I just mm. no, it's always just sat well with size. me. Right. I used to buy a lot for work. Is the uh, the little tins? Oh, the, okay. Uh, small yeah. batches. Yeah. That you get like four in them. Mm-hmm. For Those which which good. work? When I was, was just going to say that little tin <laughs> lasted like six months. No, yeah, in, that one. <laughs> no, in uh, some side work, Mike. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, when I was in Boston or something. Uh, okay, oh, okay. I'd uh, buy those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we get started here, Ricky, why don't you do the troops here right off the bat? Then Manny stop carrying them. <laughs> A very special thank you to our troops who are fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. We thank you. We respect you. We honor you, Harvey, to your 24 years of service. We say thank you very much to you. You're welcome. Uh, Wacky, did you ever serve? No, I did not. The family? No, none of the family. Um, I just support the troops, 100%. To to Chappie for his years in the service, we say thank you. For Taco, for honoring the World War II veterans, since you're pretty close in age. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Wow. He's only like four years older than you. I understand that. Jeez, but World yeah. War Two was over. But Rick, yeah. yeah, but Ricky will never catch well, up to him. That's right. Well, well, no, Rick likes it because everywhere he goes, he gets a senior citizen discount on golf. You right, better believe it. Come on, Dad. Everywhere we go. Come on, Dad. Father, son, discount. Now, does that work for dinner, too? No. No? Just golf. Just golf. Right. Uh, yeah, kids don't eat free. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> so we get the podcast juice. You had this is your first podcast juice there, Matt? Yes, it is. It's pretty good. Think? Very delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. It's the hammer and sickle vodka. Ooh. Pineapple juice and a little splash of seltzer. Ooh. And the hammer and sickle vodka bottle's on the table over there. It's the mascot of the cigar hacks. It's with us every show. Ooh, okay. So and we have the... Probably two of the best and, mixologists in right. this group. That's right. And, and, and they don't every week. And they don't even pay us to say that. It's just our mascot. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Delicious. Really good. It's good stuff. It is our second anniversary show. It is. Yeah. Before Happy we get anniversary. Before we get too far into all of this good stuff, any particular episode anybody wants to go to here, we can do this throughout the show here. Just pick out one here or there. I would just like to say that Eric Wentworth hates me. Why? Because. I have since traded him, and all I smoke now is Southern Rock, pretty much. Oh, Eric is hammer and sickle. That's all I smoke. Oh, you've given up on hammer and sickle? Yeah, I've given up. Yeah, Mike, that's why he he hates you. Among other things. We'll go with that. I was going to say, I feel like I'm kind of letting Eric down right now. I'm not smoking hammer and sickle, drinking hammer and sickle. Yeah, you are. You are. That's okay, though. That's okay. That's okay. I don't think anybody has a hammer and sickle right now. That's okay. I don't think he listens to us. Yeah, that's the other thing. He listens to when he's on, or he fast-forwards, actually. Until he's talking, and then he's like, yeah, I'm done. Do you think he just fast-forwards over when you're talking? or? Bro, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, that could be true. Some of my favorite shows have been with, with our guests, with owners. I very much like the show that we did.
perspective with Jose Dominguez and his brother, the Chinese uh, Dominican Jew. Oh, that was in the back on 96 there. Yeah, yeah. that was a great episode, but yeah. we've had uh, yeah. a lot of stars. Wait, what's a lot of our boat episodes? The Chinese Dominican Jew? What? <laughs> you weren't yeah. here. Go back and listen to, go episode, listen to it. What's going on here? Episode 96, and you'll know all about all it. Right. We can't go into all the details okay. on all of these because we're, we're due night. for a repeat of Mr. Boat Jingles. <laughs> yes, we are. Good. No, actually, are. actually, oh. actually, hey, yeah. actually, Mikey, no. Mikey, hold off. Hold off for a second. We got a special guest walking in. We got the Brooklyn chick coming in. Hey, hey, hey there she is. Hey. Make hey. me a sandwich. She looks good in Matt, let me introduce you to my wife. I did meet her at the anniversary dinner. Yes. Yeah. So this is the Brooklyn chick. That's right. Yeah, I sat right next to her. Yep. I remember. Yep. Grab the mic from uh, Taco Steve there for a second. Say hi. Talk right into that. I can talk right into this. That's perfect. Yeah. You're okay, on. Hello. 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 So we're hello. going to Brooklyn chick says hello. Yeah. Hello. Anniversary. Yeah, and you're wearing a shirt that says what? It says, make me a sandwich. That's right. There you go. Ready to, the, to, our, to our pals out Apparently there in Colorado. I was busting my chops about that. Anytime I was busting your chops, he would tell me to go make him a sandwich. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I wear my make me a sandwich shirt uh-huh. just for you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Mom get makes me, good sandwiches. Get me another beer hey. before it starts. Hey, where's my sandwich I requested two years ago? What sandwich? I requested one like Two what years kind of ago. sandwich did you want? I don't know. Liverwurst. You don't know. No. Yeah. You wanted Meatloaf. a skin flute sandwich. <laughs> Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> you never know what I'm going to put in that thing. I probably, yeah. So when's the last time you were on? It's, it's been a little been while. A while. Probably been at... Um, castaways. Uh, castaways. Well, we did uh, Castaways. 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 He owes me some buka from Greece. Mm-hmm. Had to do some shots with him. Yep. Haven't had See that. food and cigars. Oh, that so was. was oh. that? Is that redneck here today? That crawdad guy? I was just <laughs> gonna ask that. No, he, you he know something. We haven't seen him yet. We didn't so invite him. There's so, no way in hell that you are related. So crawdad. Reverend Harvey. Reverend Harvey. Crawdad Jim is going to be making a call later on. Well, you know, he's certainly not related to Harvey. No, he's his friend of his brother's. He said he was his cousin or something. Cousin well, they're all brother from uh, another mother. He was my friend until he messed up. And Harvey's family is not. Yeah. <laughs> That's the distinction. There you go. Crawdad. All right. Crawdad Jim said his dad is kisses the best. Oh, God. <laughs> Man. So I think you were on 85 with us at the Seafood, Cigars, and Cars there at Castaway Seafood. The one we that recorded at we Castaways. When yep. was that? No, when was yep. that? Yep. That was... No, uh, the last one I was on was up at Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Ooh, oh, yeah. Shenanigans. Oh, yeah. That, that, oh, that was with... That. that was with Eric... Eric Wentworth. No, I was, of course, was uh, with, uh, Rhode Island Mike. Rhode Island Mike. Oh, the wrong. And Penn, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the other shenanigans one. Dave. The oh. other shenanigans one. You're right. You are correct. Mm-hmm. But well, we all did. I did was do the podcast and shop. Well, you didn't do the castaways. That was after shenanigans. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Uh-oh. Cut in a bend. Let's Cut go to the Jeep. Oh, you're right. Cut in a bend. It was for before shenanigans. Cut right. Oh, he's oh, right. Use my Brooklyn voice. <laughs> hey, 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 no okay. arguing. Go make me a sandwich. Stop arguing. All right, good yes, point. Dear. That's right. You're right. <gasps> you do? You're right. Hot peppers and mozzarella. Ooh, yeah. nice. mozzarella balls. Nice. Okay, guys, I'll see you later. Anybody oh, want my headset? <laughs> <laughs> you going home now? We're going to get Poppy's girl. All right. Okay, you're so right. Taco Steve, I will give you back your mic. Well, thank you very much. Nice to see you. Good to see was, you. Good mic drop. Bye. Beginning of July. Good and mic drop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. I'm
and the other one was in uh, August. Bye. Another, another favorite show of mine was Wine Hi, and Dine 69. That was a great show also. Wine and Dine 69. That was, was that? That was, oh, I that think, was at Twins. Yeah, yeah, that oh, was at Twins. Twins with Jim Price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that was great. Anyway, moving right along here. It was nice to have the Brooklyn chick drop in on us. Yeah. Sure is. There you She's go. gone already. Boom. Boom. It's your fault. You're wrong. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> You're right. I'm wrong. Where do I hear that? That's a cigar authority thing, isn't it? You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah. No. You're wrong. I'm right. I don't know how it goes. So, so, so last week we, we did a show over at the Tobacco Shack in Raleigh. And, you know, I just want to say, fellas, this is the end of our second year, and this has been an absolute blast. The episodes in all the different places that we've been, we've been welcomed by almost everybody. Everybody. Just about. Yeah. It's been an incredible few years that we've had doing this. The episodes in the boat were a blast. For episode three, I'm going to work on you guys not rocking the boat while I pee. For episode three, you mean year three? Year three. Year three. Year three. three. Matthew, have you been to the Tobacco Shack, which is your name? Uh, No, I have not been to the Tobacco Shack. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's in Raleigh. It's in Raleigh. It's right next to the Agawam. Yeah, that's kind of near me. Yeah. It's right next to the Aggie. Yeah. We were over there last week or the week before. Nice. Great place, folks. For you folks, especially the golfers, great place to visit. Hopefully something we're going to work out. Get to spend some nights there. That'll be cool. So that'll be real cool. All right. So what else we get on the list here to talk about? Did you get to see the limo? The limo? Yeah. No, what limo? We have a limo. It's out front. Stretch. Really? Stretch yeah. limousine. You guys, you guys took a limo in? Well, we have a, it's, it's our smoking uh, mobile cigar lounge. Mobile humidor. <laughs> the cigar hack mobile. I don't know. Does the cigar authority have that? You guys are giving them room for the uh, money. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Mobile cigar. Yeah. They have the video lounge. thing, but we have yeah, the ride. We get to go everywhere, right? right? And you know we what smoke I mean? cigars yeah, in it. Yeah, but, dude, Dave also has his own shop, so, you know. Yeah, yeah but, they, they but that's cool, though. They can't no, go anywhere, yeah. though. <laughs> true. That's true. You can't. Yeah. I don't actually have a shop and have a driveway and a garage close enough there you go mike do you hang out of the sunroof when they're driving down the street uh no i have actually never been inside Ah, what What? we we don't let him in it he's not that exclusive no plenty of room in the trunk (laughs) you make the list no but you you keep up up to 25 miles an hour though you're doing pretty good (laughs) 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 we tell the correspondent he can't bring his phone he doesn't usually show up okay we have a little topic we gotta get cover here Matt joined us today. We understand you're doing some stuff in the cigar world here. So uh, I yeah. ask you about that. The quick rundown on me is my name is Matt Tobacco. Uh, that is my name. It is spelled T-A-B-A-C-C-O. I got into cigars a few years ago and just kind of fell in love with it and started meeting so many people in shops, reps, owners, everybody. And it just, you know, it became a passion of mine. And a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, uh, told me one night we were smoking a cigar. And he was like, oh, you know, you just have the best like last name for this he's like you were literally born for this and i was like yeah so what am i i mean what do you want me to do about it you know what i mean like i'm smoking cigars and he was like no he's like we we gotta find something we gotta find something he was like let's start like let's start like an instagram page and i was like yeah and and he was like we'll just we'll just post pictures and i'm like okay and it's it started there and it we're there we're on all three of the major souls we're on facebook twitter instagram um yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> and I, I go by the name Smokin' Tobacco. Obviously, tobacco spelled to my last name. It's just been interesting. It's just been one of those little side projects that I've done to 
just share my knowledge and my love for the industry with other mm-hmm. people and you know it's growing and we're having a good time we're, we have a website being designed and we've even talked about doing our own podcast at mm-hmm. some point so yeah we're, mm-hmm. we're really excited we have some things in the works yeah it wouldn't be the first one to spin off here yeah <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're a spinoff from another cigar podcast. Oh, you are? Yeah. yeah. The history here is a couple, three years ago, Maddie, who owns the store here, yeah, different Matt, and Nick, who now works at Twins, mm-hmm. used to do a podcast called The Cold Draw hmm. with this guy named Bob, and they stopped doing it. Maddie and Nick said, man, we miss doing that. And I said, well, the heck, I can produce a podcast. That was two years ago, and the rest is history. And so here we are. Yeah. We spun off from the cold draw, and now Nick is working at Twins, and they're doing not just blowing smoke up there with mm-hmm. with uh, Pastor Dan and mm-hmm. Paul and Dave. We've got another one spun out. Yeah, it's it's definitely something I could see myself doing. And the one thing about the cigar business is just I'm finding, like, it's there's just so much you could talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about, you know, the cigars themselves, and, you know, you get into, like, I've, I've gotten into conversations, like, you start talking about, all the different farms that all the different, you know, companies have and just all the science behind it, just down to like the basic stuff. Like, you know, you're smoking the same stick and, you know, how does it taste? You know, it, you really can never have a stale conversation when you talk about cigars. Yeah. It's really fun stuff. This reminds me of episode 90. You remember 90, Ricky? The yeah. Ultimate Cigar Authority? Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes. We had Richard Carlton Hacker, who's the author of The Ultimate Cigar Book. Okay. On, and we did it up in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And just in the lounge area, we weren't on the on the podium there. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Jonathan and Dave Garofalo from the Cigar Authority joined us. So we had nice. Richard Carlton Hacker and Dave and Jonathan, and we produced the Ultimate Cigar Authority. Yep. And episode. then, like a month after, or three weeks or so, they had Richard on their show. Yeah, yeah, they had they him called on just in, recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's video conferenced in. Yeah. He's quite a character. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, this guy has been writing about cigars since the, what, like the 80s, Rick? Oh, yes. Back. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote the very first yeah. cigar book in 1989, back when no one had ever written a book about cigars. It's like way before and, the boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so what he yeah. basically did was he went to the cigar plantations and all the places yeah. that they make the cigars. So he got to know the uh, the rollers, the owners, and so forth, and he put together this entire book. It's pr- it's, it's like a dictionary. Mm-hmm. Everything you need to know about cigars. Yeah. And one of the questions I asked him was, you know, most most people who write books or write papers always have them proofread by somebody. Mm. Well, back then, he didn't have anybody, so he put it out. And as people identified various questions or concerns, he refined his answers and wrote a second book to it. Second edition. Second edition. And I think that he's up to the fourth edition. Fourth edition. edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's phenomenal information. Yeah. Just well, a, uh, it, you know, it is the dictionary of cigars. Yeah. Over the past 30 right. years, stuff has changed. There's new brands and whatnot. So he's updated the Yeah. And the he book. does pairings with cigars and alcohol. Spirits, yeah. Yeah. Spirits. spirits. And then pipes. Yeah, I mean, that's the other really interesting, too, about cigars. I mean, you, you can pair them with, with anything. I, I remember I asked a friend one time, my friend asked me, they're like, oh, what cigar would you put with a stout? And I was like, actually, I don't know. I don't drink stouts. And I asked a friend, I'm like, would you do cigars with stouts? He's like, you can do cigars with anything. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and it's just, it, and he's right. I mean, yeah, you can. It's they're very versatile. I mean, yeah. as a matter of fact, I had a cigar with stout on Wednesday. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. I personally love cigars with espresso or cappuccino. 
When did you have that on your coffee break at work? <laughs> no, I have an express machine at home, actually. Uh, All right, anyway. So your Instagram is smoking tobacco with smoking T-A-B-A-C-C-O. Yeah. So like in high school, were you called the Marlboro Man? No, I definitely did get a lot of jokes. Yeah. I got a lot of jokes. I've I've heard I've heard all the I've heard all the names. You know, wacky tobacky tobacky. Mm-hmm. People just called me tobacco. Right. People asked me if we owned stock in Big Tobacco. <laughs> they asked us if we had tobacco farm. Did you guys? You guys make cigarettes? Do you guys? Uh, do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys sell tobacco? I'm like, no, no, no. no. Well, who's laughing now? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> head down. Now, are you Italian? Turn this mm-hmm. way, you idiot. Okay, so was your name something right. else when something. your parents or grandparents came over in Ellis Island? Or? So, my, uh, my grandfather on my, da- on my dad's side, he, he was adopted. Okay. When he got the name Tobacco, it originally was spelled T-O-B-A-C-C-O, the regular tobacco way. And he actually changed it for whatever reason right. to T-A. And I actually just found that out recently from my mom who told me that. She's like, oh, yeah, we found out they actually changed it. And I was like, oh, like, imagine if he just left it. It would have been absolutely Of course, perfect. you could change it back anytime you want. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. I'm already going with it now. i got to yeah. stick with it. <laughs> there you go. Where are your grandparents from? Are they oh, are your great-grandparents? Are they... What in this country or? Yeah, so on my dad's side, my, uh, my grandmother is from Sicily. Um, my, my grand, my, uh, my grandfather was, was adopted. Tabacero? And then on my mom's side, my grandfather is, I think he's predominantly English, and my grandmother was from Germany. Okay. My great grandmother was from Poland originally, and she actually lived through World War II. And. Steve, do you know her? Really? <laughs> it's kind of a long story, but she actually did escape from Nazi captivity sure. and, you know, sold stuff on the black market to get by. And then she got married to a German soldier and it, it goes on and on, but obviously led down to me. So, so you could, your, your name could have been like, uh, Tabakenberg. It could have been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tabacero. If the cards were dealt a different way. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but Tabakenberg. There you go. So, you know, <laughs> that'd be worse. Since you have relatives all over Europe, yeah, <laughs> you could be related to any or all of us. Yeah, <laughs> I possible. have relatives in Germany, uh, Australia, Italy. Um, yeah, I have relatives everywhere. Yeah, cool, cool beans. All right. Well, so, well, Germans and uh, Italians have a lot in common. Both their navies are at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> They also both like to eat, so I have to say, like, growing up in that house, I was never hungry. That's so. mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Family always cook like the military's coming over. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we get that stuff. There's only three people. Eh. We'll have leftovers. Yep. We're just going to put out a few snacks on the yep. whole table. There's, that's it. <laughs> it works. Yeah. So were you uh, talking about doing a cigar or something? Oh, uh, like my actual own cigar? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean... I think a lot of people think about it, mm-hmm. but because I've known a lot of folks who talk about that, and yeah, I'm just kind of curious if you ever. It, I mean, it. it's come up, it's come up, but I mean, right now it's it's not really a focus for me. It's yep. kind of like you know, whatever. We'll see what yeah. happens, but I'm thinking about putting out my own cigar. I'm going to call out the Craw Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fuck going to smell like? <laughs> shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> the question now, my question Gumbo. would be, have any of you guys had that? No. No. <laughs> had what? The idea of having your own cigar. Absolutely. No. No. Not, not me. me. You? 
I, I would love to put out my own cigar. The Craw Daddy. The Craw, the Craw Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I never have the idea of having a cigar. I try to get one from Rick, <laughs> Mike, Javi. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to call my next cigar. I think, you know, I'm really good with names. And so, you know, I would love to, uh, you know, have somebody make a cigar and I could come up with a name. Like, I think a perfect name would be Fish On. That would be a great oh, yeah. odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you oh, surely, fish on. You surely, said it enough. Yeah, you definitely don't want an enema stick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> enema delicious. What are you smoking? Oh, enema. Enema delicious. Enema delicious. Enema stick. That's it. Vintage select. So, <laughs> smoking tobacco. Uh, huh? Two fingers. That's it. That's me. Uh, the Clinton stick. I'm here. All right. Enema okay. revenge. Here you go, Ricky. <laughs> call call two, it the two finger. Two fingers. It's going to be the one cigar. finger. Now it's the two fingers. I could put a wrapper on that had a little lubricant on it. Jeez. You could become a hack very easily. Yeah, very, very easily. I, I think you're halfway there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely uh, definitely fit in with this crowd. Yeah, there's just a little yeah. initiation you have to go through, but there'll be no problem. Oh, Rick, I think Ooh. you should Rick do that. in the bathroom. How, how painful is that? <laughs> you put a little a latex oh, like cigar it. band. That's right. I think you should do the two-finger. The two-finger. The two-finger. A little latex cigar band. Maybe I'll talk to the producers of Nub and say, hey, we got. I got an idea. Of Nub. No. <laughs> the Nub. First there was the Nub, now there's the two-finger. The two-finger. Two That's tequila. There's two finger tequila. Mike, you know a lot about nubs, right? <laughs> so how do you know this guy here, this correspondent Mike, also known as the Leprechaun King? I still don't know how I ended up with a name. You asked, you asked for it. it. No. You want another story? Okay. I was probably drunk at Twins during St. Patrick's Day. Well, you were. You That's what it was. Yeah. Well, so you know the story. Well, you <laughs> there you go. That's the story. If you hadn't sent everybody a picture of you and with your leprechaun hat on, you... <laughs> you wouldn't have been called it. It's your own you fault. Yeah. The leprechaun <laughs> That's your name. So... It's pretty good. Sounds to me like you brought this on yourself, Mike. He did. I did. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He did. I didn't really he, think they'd actually do it. Drunkenly really demanded on St. Patrick's Day that he become the king. Huh? Now okay. you're the king. That's right. Now came I'm a still picture. waiting for my <laughs> crown. Hey, oh, hey, hey, Michael. Young man. Whoop, whoop. Come on. Oh, this is a family show. Come yeah, this, on. this isn't the Howard Stern show. That doesn't fly here, apparently. Michael, oh. take it back. Oh. Take it back. <laughs> hey, where's Crawdad Jim? Mikey, you're fired. <laughs> oh, again? So, Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. You're off the, <laughs> you're off the Actually, Dave, is it okay? Can I throw it a Baba Booey on here? Go right ahead. I'm a huge Stern Show fan, so I just I have to I have to throw it a Baba Booey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just have to do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything goes here, pretty much, because, you know, we can always edit it out. Right? <laughs> That's true, too. It might not make right. it. <laughs> WNBC. A lot of stuff ends up on the cut. WNBC. <laughs> so the quick backstory on this guy is... Baba Booey. Name was correspondent Mike, and he was fired a number of times for ah bad correspondence. Hmm. Then he decided. Then he decided he wanted to be called the king, and then he sent us this picture of him from Twins with the leprechaun hat on on St. Patrick's Day, and the rest is history. It's like, oh, hey, you're the king of the leprechauns now. Ah, there we go. So he asked for it. And that's that. And that's all she wrote about. All she that's wrote to get. This is about current events time. Hobby gets to read the current events. Look at all this cool stuff going on. You ready to do the current events there? Yes, Hans? sir. Yes, sir. We got a bunch. Okay, here we go, folks. Blasto Cigar, Blasto New Hampshire Hammer and Sickle Annual 
Christmas party coming in December. Yeah, we got to get the date on that. Since we're here at Blastown, maybe we can ask him. Yeah, maybe he might yeah. have the date. Mm-hmm. Uh, cigar shenanigans, North Conway, New Hampshire, Saturday, December the 7th. <coughs> yep, yay, Christmas uh, with Monte Cristo at 1 p.m. The following Saturday, December the 14th. FBA again. More Christmas with Drew Estate at okay. 3 p.m. So, uh, Matt, have you been to Shenanigans? You been up to North Conway? Uh, no. Uh, last time I was in North Conway, I saw it. I wanted to go. Wasn't able to get in, but it's definitely on my list. It's, yeah, it's a destination. Also up there is the original cigar bar at the other end of town. Also a very nice place. They're very different. Hmm. Completely different uh, atmospheres in these two places. Okay. We love them both. <laughs> <laughs> we got backstories on both of them that make them just great. All right. Sorry. Hawk okay. Uh, two guys. Say on the Hampshire, the coffee bar is open at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe on recording days, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Bar now. For question now. mark, question mark, question mark. So anybody got any idea what I'm talking about here? Yep. Uh, it's they're debating whether to uh, change the day, change the day, or have it actually, or have the cigar authority just end. Well, we'll see. Because Dave always said he wanted to be the long run, the longest running, and then he did. so so they've made the record. So last week they had the 500th episode, which which ties the record from Stogie Fresh Five. The guy who was doing that gave that up a long time ago. He did 500 episodes, and so that's enough. And so the Cigar Authority wanted to break that record. And so they've tied the record next week, or actually tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. which will be last Saturday when this airs on Monday, um, that will have broke the record, and they're, they're debating on what to do now. So they may change the day so they don't have to do it on Saturdays, you know, because they record on Tuesdays and Thursdays over there, so they might switch it to one of those days, so make it easier for... Everybody who's technically off too, you know, they come come in for the day off for two two hours and go home. So, mm. okay. So I'm sorry. How are we continuing okay. on two guys? Yeah, continuing on two guys here. Winston Churchill birthday, November the 21st, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. 39.99 includes two Winston Churchill cigars, Cordor d'oeuvres, and refreshments and limited tickets. So yeah. uh, they sold yeah. out. They are sold out. You got the last one? I got the last one. I will be there, but they are sold out. You know, November 21st is a very famous date. Fidel Castro himself used to uh, give a very dear person to me, Esteban Cigars from Cuba, just for his birthday. So so the taco's birthday is November 21st. Right. And he... And... And... And, right. have, and, and Fidel Castro used to send you Cuban cigars on your birthday. And were they Cohiba? No, all different, all different types of oh, Cubans. Okay. Oh, okay. From Fidel. Me, Winston, and Frank Zappa are all born on the same day, and I'm the only one still alive. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> Happy 92nd birthday. <laughs> you World War II I thought I was the oldest guy here. <laughs> Okay, Thanks. twins, London Dirty Hampshire, Drew Estate event, Thursday, December the 5th, books it, and Friday the 6th, London Dairy, 49 p.m., Aladino event, and drawing for a large screen TV on Friday, December the 20th, five cigars, one ticket, one box, five tickets. Castro's Back Room, Bedford, New Hampshire, Christmas party, Saturday, December the 14th, 5 p.m. to close, $20 per person, bring a gift. Get a gift, Yankee Swap, 
$20 limit, RSVP required for limited tickets. Federal Cigar Bar, Dover, New Hampshire, now the Slow Burn Lounge. Enter to win a Samsung 75-inch 4K TV with a sampler pack deal at all three stores, Portsmouth, Dover, and Epping. Five-pack for $29.99, drawing on December the 18th. Radloss, Rochester, New Hampshire, Easter for Thanksgiving, Wednesday, 11:27 at 9 p.m. Best Ash Contest featuring the egg by Drew Estate. Choice of natural or Maduro. Maduro. 24 non-members, 2150 members. Limited numbers. Get your tickets. So you know what the egg is? Seen this cigar? I've never, I've never had it. It's hard boiled. Scrambled. It's about five inches long, and it's like a regular cigar with at both ends, but yeah. in the middle, it's about two inches across. Really? <laughs> it's a big fatty thing. It looks wow. like an egg, you know. So, yeah. so uh, yeah. So long looks like a snake swallowed an egg. It does yeah. look like an egg. <laughs> Snakes. Okay, uh, same place. Radloffs. New on Wednesdays. Cards Against Humanity starting at 9:30 p.m. Trivia Thursdays. Friday and Saturday live music. Sundays, we game night. Get on the mailing list. O'Shea's Irish Tavern, Nashville, New Hampshire. Finch Acoustic Duo on Saturday, November the 23rd, 8 to 11 p.m. Dirty Grandpa's Wild Trivia, first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. Victory Bar and Grill, Worcester, Mass., November the 29th. Balvini, 21-year tasting event. Karaoke, Thursday, uh, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Uh, Match Cigar Bar, Jesterfield, Indiana. Trivia Sunday, Tiki Tuesday. Singer-songwriter Wednesday, Thursday night flights. In Fuego, McKinney, Texas, Poker and Cigars, Wednesday's games at 7 and 8.30 p.m. In Fuego, Rockwall, Comanche event, and Chili Cook-Off, Saturday, November 23rd, 12 to 4 p.m. Corona Cigar, Orlando, Florida. What's it? Cordoba. Cordoba and Morales launch event. Lake Mary, Friday, November the 22nd, 6 to 10 p.m. Sand Lake, the 23rd, 3 to 8 p.m. Cordoba and Morales is launching the 20, the 2019 Finca, Finca, Santa Fe, Florida, FSB, Florida Sun Grown Cigar. Okay, Bubba Art Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, Wednesday is high, old Jack Knight, $10 buy-in, starts at 6 p.m. Dinner specials now start on Wednesdays, too. Cost Tobacco uh, Locker Giveaway by any two AJ Fernandez, Espinoza, or Hammer and Sickle for a ticket to the drawing running through November the 20th. Hammer and Sickle, November the 20th. Okay, three-course dinner at 6 p.m. for $35 on Wednesday the 20th with Nick Goss. Get your tickets and please two cigars. Okay, so uh, at Boulevard, down in Pawtucket, they have a restaurant. In the cigar lounge, there. It's it's a yeah. It's really cool. Wow. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. It is. It's pretty cool. Okay, uh, Churchill's East Brothers, Rhode Island Christmas party Thursday, December the twelfth, five to eleven thirty p.m. The Cigar Room, La Jolla Humidor, Fort Lee, New Jersey, with Hiroshi Rabana, Friday, November the twenty second, six p.m. Is there an echo in here? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Cigars International, Hamburg, PA, Thirsty, Thirsty Thursdays, 
first Thursday of the month, Mug Plug Friday, uh, first Fridays, karaoke every Monday at 8 to 11 p.m., and that is it. For the cur- Did you have some other current event you wanted to talk about, Ricky? Well, I wonder what a mud plug is. A what? Yeah, what is no. a mud plug? You no. say mud? You say mud plug? That's no. what I thought he said. Mud plug. Mud club. Mud plug. That's all I heard. <laughs> so the way it works is something you, else. <laughs> you buy a mug to join the club, and they, I get it. They're all hanging over yeah. the bar, yeah. and they have mud mud club, <laughs> mud plug. Hit <laughs> <laughs> <said> it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> mud Club. They got mugs for cheap beers. And uh, first Fridays, everyone who's in Mug Club goes in. Um, and fill up your mug. Say that 20 times. Mug mm. Club. Hey, mug speaking of that, what do you call a vegan who has the diarrhea? Uh, I have no idea. A smoothie maker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I know diarrhea. Oh, I know her man. two sisters, Garner and Pyre. Oh, oh my <laughs> word. Oh, gee whiz. Good Somebody golly. spiked the podcast years again. <laughs> so we have to introduce Matt to Scott here. Pass the Scott. Hey, grab, grab Stevie's mic here for a second. Yes, so I this have is a question for him. So this is Pastor Scott, who works here at, at Plast House Cigar. Have you guys met yet? No, I don't think so. so. This yeah, is Matt Tobacco. Nice to meet you. And, and just to give you a sampling of what this man can do, at every podcast that Chappie is at, S, at, I always try to give him a religious question, you know, to kind of prove that the man is really a chappy. Yeah, so mm. pa- Scott is really a pastor. Okay. He's uh, a real thing. local church, and he works here, too, and he's our chaplain. <laughs> he's a real pastor, unlike the Reverend Harvey, who's not really a reverend. Pretty he's our reverend. A, a take full, that back. An actual legal reverend. On the last step of the ordination process. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, congratulations. Okay, you ready for your question? Wow, I just jump right into it. Sure. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you with question number one. Go for it. Okay. So I always try to ask something religious when Chappie's here. So here's your question. What does burning in hell for eternity accomplish? Yeah, gotcha. So first of all, uh, when uh, the scriptures talk about burning, it's not necessarily a literal picture of a fire. The point is there's supposed to be an imagery that there is a tormenting aspect to eternity, so an eternity of torment. So what does it accomplish? That's that's a good question. Let me put it this way, though. If God were not just in doling out judgment upon those who deserve judgment, then would he be a God worthy of worship? Well, that's deep. Well, then let me ask you this, mm-hmm. okay? You say that God is just. Well... So, so before you get to the next question, is that you're going to the next question? I'm going right into it. All right, so I, they're they're tied together for sure, right? Yes. So he, and he just showed these to me now, but let, let me let me just try to give a okay an analogy. So analogies are never completely and totally perfect. You know, say someone committed uh, severe and terrible atrocities uh, just against humanity, and they go in front of a judge, and the judge says, "I don't care, whatever, just let them back out on the street, just let them go ahead and keep on living." And you knew that they were going to continue to carry out those atrocities. What would you say about that judge, right? We would say that the judge isn't just; that that judge needs to enact their responsibilities and their duties, and sending that person away from the rest of society. And so, what hell is? Hell is a sending away. Uh, a removal of everyone from the eternal society so that the eternal society under God's reign and God's kingdom can live in everlasting joy, everlasting peace, everlasting love, everlasting fellowship. So anybody who is not a part of that kingdom, they're excluded and put on the outside because they have not willingly submitted to having their hearts and their minds changed. 
and in doing so are demonstrating that they can't belong to that society because they'll just end up bringing destruction and death and despair and rebellion into that society. That's a good answer. I wonder how our pal from Texas would take that. Right in. I think he'll agree. (laughs) Uh, Right in. We still still have to get... Pastor Dan and Pastor Scott yeah. on together. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't so, forgotten about I, that. But I think he's going to fully agree with that one. I, I hope That's so. At least. Good. Yeah, I think he would. I think he would. <laughs> Pastor Scott is very good at thinking on his feet because he was just showing those questions 30 seconds ago. Literally. <laughs> literally. So I always try to find something nice. That's a, that's an excellent that's question. It's one that, no lie, Christians all down throughout 2,000 years of history with. I've actually got a uh, a book right now I'm reading about the incarnation of Jesus that was uh, written from uh, uh, Bishop um, uh, Athanasius way back in 300s. He was in the 300s. And the same exact things, those, those same exact types of questions that people are asking today were asked 2,000 years ago. And it's something that Christians down throughout the ages have been seeking to answer. Yeah, It's sort of like where I got these questions. So my second question to you was, why did God need Jesus to suffer and shed blood as a prerequisite? Is it for forgiving us humans yeah. for our transgressions? Why couldn't he have just forgiven us without any pain, suffering, blood, or death? Right. So that goes, that ties in perfectly, right? As, as Christians, we believe that no one is righteous, that no one stands before a perfect and holy God who says, because God declares this to his people. He says, I am holy. Therefore, you must be holy. And what God is saying there is, I am perfect in everything that I am. And therefore, for you to be with me, you also must be perfect. And then as soon as we start to just kind of look around and we look inside of ourselves, we realize that absolutely none of us fits that standard, right? So if we are to be with God for an eternity, which is what heaven is, which is what the eternal kingdom is, then that means that we have to be made perfect somehow. But how can we be made perfect if we ourselves are not perfect, right? How can how can we live up to that perfect standard? Um, the answer is in Jesus, and the answer is in the cross, because not only on the cross does he die for his people's sins, but he also applies his perfection to his people. Well, if he wanted perfection, he would have never had the apple. What's that? He would have never had the apple. Back in the days of Adam and Eve, he would have never never allowed you know, free will for Eve to eat the apple. <laughs> Don't have any apples, don't have yeah. any problems. <laughs> well, is that true though? Because just because there's not an apple there doesn't mean that the same thing that they had in their hearts wouldn't have been there the whole time. They so, would have right? had to rewrite the book. <laughs> so were, were Adam yeah. and Eve vegans? Were they vegans? <laughs> um, the indications in the Bible is that everyone was a vegan until Genesis 9, until yeah, after really? the flood actually. Yeah, really? Yeah, that everything, everything and everyone ate plants and that was so it. So they were smoothie makers. They were smoothie makers, yeah. Smoothie makers, yeah. yeah. And, and then when they Juicers. needed, when they, when they needed <laughs> to burn in hell, they would get some ghost peppers and then they would, you know. <laughs> That's right. The yeah. smoothies would come out a little hard. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's, a, it's a great question about, so so why why does Jesus have to pay for the sins? The, the reason why is because I can't pay for my own. Because, I mean, how, how can a person atone for their own sins and their own iniquity and their own, like, like, look, if, if I'm sitting here and living my entire life and I am constantly breaking God's perfect law and perfect standard and perfect holiness, because he reveals what his, his perfect law is. He says, you must be holy for I am holy. So therefore he says, do not have any other idols besides me. I am God. He says, uh, honor. Honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. Well, there's so many times that I don't honor the days that God sets aside and, you know, have my focus and my worship towards Him. He says, don't uh, lust 
after other women, right? Don't lust after them. Don't desire them. Don't covet your neighbor's possessions or items, and don't don't covet what your neighbor has. And like you start to look at all of those things. Yeah, give me that you, cigar. Yeah. What's that? Give me that cigar. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you start to look at all that, and you go, "There, there. I, I am not living up to this per- perfect standard whatsoever." And so I deserve God's punishment. I deserve to be kicked out. I don't deserve. And th- and this is what every Christian ought to say. So I don't know. You know, if you guys have ever met a Christian who's kind of like stands up with a holier than thou sort of perspective, right? Who says like, you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm just so much better than you and I'm so much more holier than you and I live so much more perfectly than you or anything like that. I don't know if you've ever run into that. I've run into that a ton. But, um, but every Christian should honestly be saying, no, that like, there's nothing that's good or holy or righteous or perfect about me. Oh my it's- God. Shut the door. What are you doing there? Oh my God! Oh, jeez! Oh, Chris just made a perfect example of don't take the Lord's name in vain, and I broke that right Sorry. there. So. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. I said, "Jeez!" No, no, did you didn't even realize it. You said it right before that. Um, but the, the whole point is, like, I can't pay for my own sins that I've committed against God. Someone else has to pay for that for me. But who can do that? Who else can pay for that? No other person, because no other person is perfect. Unless someone is born into the world who does live a perfect life, who does live perfectly in their holiness and their obedience to God's law, and then decides, instead of receiving the perfect reward for that, decides to take my place of judgment, decides to take my place of punishment, and that's what Jesus does. Jesus takes my place and voluntarily goes and takes all of the, in his infinite person, in his infinite being, can take an infinite amount of my penalty so that I can have his infinite goodness, his infinite righteousness. And so as a Christian, what I say is like, so the question then becomes, why should I be allowed into heaven? Why should I be allowed into eternal life? Why should I be allowed into that kingdom? I shouldn't. But he should, Jesus, and he's the one who I place my hope and my faith and trust in. Not myself, but in him. And that's really what the the Christian faith and the Christian life is all about. Yeah. All right. Well, so, you know, I thank you. And okay. I have a question for you. Done I, I thank done. you. I thank you that you actually you bring real solid bring theological solid questions. questions. Those are those I do are some good. research, brother. You do. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. So I got a couple of completely different topics. But questions, I've got yeah. I've, I've got another thing I do want to share too about our our thing that we've got going on. I can share it after if you want me to. Go ahead, Let's do, do it now. As you, you guys might know, but the listeners, they don't. Uh, my wife and I right now, we're in the process of adoption. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking to bring a, a five-year-old into our household. We've already have a five-year-old and a one-year-old. Uh, well, actually, a four-and-a-half-year-old and a one-year-old. But the five-year-old, she uh, she was with us. She was placed with like this private organization that basically does like pre-foster care. Mm-hmm. So we're foster, we're we're licensed foster parents as well. But we're also licensed with this other organization that does pre-foster. So basically, before a kid gets sent to the state, the parents have the opportunity to kind of like voluntarily give their kids into the custody of these private households. And and we took this little girl for thirty days because that's what the law allows, only only for a thirty days respite. And we just fell in love with her. And then she came up for adoption, and her mother specifically said, I want her to go with that family that she was with. And so, yeah, so we just, we absolutely love her. She's with us now for the next 10 days, actually, which is really cool. We've already started the process. You know, I I don't know if you guys know, but adoption, I should say, can be costly. Extremely expensive in this Even local. So she's a local kid. This isn't international. This isn't even national. She's like local New England. 
Uh, but it still costs about twenty thousand dollars. Right. So we've set up a GoFundMe. We've uh, we've raised support. Uh, my wife Lana, she's done photography sessions. She's a fantastic photographer uh, to help raise some funds for this. And uh, and one thing we're doing here at Plastel Cigar is I've I've been asking a lot of the the reps uh, and the different cigar companies that we sell if they would be willing to donate so we can do like a combined fundraiser of cigars and swag and cutters and lighters and shirts and all that kind of stuff and they've all said yes and so we're starting to build up a table with what's going to be basically a big raffle table oh that's and, cool and i don't that's have all cool. of the parameters i don't know if we're going to do a once one winner gets the whole shebang or if we're going to do three winners um or something like that but either way it's going to be a pretty big table it's going to be a lot of sticks yeah. what's that big cigar event yeah yeah oh, exactly cool. absolutely that's cool um so we're going to be running that raffle all the way till january 1st uh, it's going to be twenty dollars for one ticket, fifty dollars for five tickets, and a hundred bucks for fifteen tickets mm-hmm. to be able to win. And uh, you know the winners are going to are, are going to get quite a haul of things. So um, whether it's like I said, whether it's a winner take all or winner winner takes most, it's going to be quite a haul. And all of the proceeds are going to go to helping support our adoption. So it's going to be a a good. So where does all the cash go? Why is it so expensive? Because it's private, so these private organizations, administrative costs, legal costs, mm-hmm. legal costs are at least half. half goes of to the lawyers. attorneys. Goes, goes to, to the, to the lawyers. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. it is. It's the legal fees is what it amounts Most to. of it's legal fees, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but a lot of it's administrative, too. And look, if anybody's in the area and wants to come by and be able to help out, support that, uh, support the adoption and put in for a chance to get quite a bit, of, quite a haul. So they oh, can nice. they can support through the GoFundMe too. Yep, they can su- support through the GoFundMe. And can um, you be part of the raffle through the whole the whole raffle thing through the GoFundMe as well? So the raffle the raffle thing. I, I mean, I think we're just gonna take obviously cash for it. Okay. Um, for now, but yeah, so that won't go through the GoFundMe. Okay. Well, just wanted to yeah. clarify. I wasn't sure. But, but what we're doing is every you know cash donation we get. We decrease then the the amount that we're looking to raise for the GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. So that way, you're like, we're not trying to do this thing where we're gonna, you know, yeah. hope that we make get above and beyond and make a haul or anything like that. We're not we're not trying to do that. But uh, we've raised about eight thousand so far. Nice, which is really cool. So you know, if if you see a family who's looking to do it, it's a good cause to support for sure. Uh, whether it's ours or or anyone else's, so cool. appreciate that. All Excellent. right, so a couple quick. Questions I had have to do with the store here. Okay, having the Christmas party, Hammer and Sickle Christmas party. Hammer and Sickle for that, December fourteenth, yep. Saturday. We were yeah. looking for that. So that's what 14th. kind of pen is that? It's a no pen. It says <laughs> no. It says no. That's what kind of pen it is. <laughs> okay. And the other thing is, when's the big renovation going to happen here? Details yeah, on details that? on that. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be in January sometime now. It's okay. got to push back after the. It's got to push back, huh? Because they had yeah. a sign up the other day. The sign's down. The sign's down. Yeah. What we're talking about here is the lounge area that we're sitting in. It's going to turn into humidor, and they're going to expand the humidor area and have more facings. Yep. It'll be a smaller lounge. Yep. More cigars. Carry more product. Yep. More boxes. Mm-hmm. Yep. More boxes of different sizes. Because mm-hmm. you guys know, there's everybody. They they like a particular cigar, but they want it in that size. Right, right, right. It's hard facings. to carry all that if you don't have all the facing space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, I'm sure us uh, the cigar hack will be in uh, to help out with the uh, uh, you know coming in and you know making donations and you know buying cigars or whatever it takes or whatever. You know, I, like I told you before, when I first came in, I'll be in the next few weeks uh, and you know. Uh, buy some tickets and whatever you know awesome yeah we appreciate that we really do um yeah so we're, we're hoping you know whatever whatever we can raise that'd be great your and wife's uh, a real good photographer fellas she's good we she's very have, good 
the lighter side of the Cigar Hacks magazine. <laughs> <laughs> we do a Cigar Hacks calendar. Ooh, we Harvey. You're not, getting, you're, not, Harvey. you're not getting no clothes you, off of me. Are you trying to do a Speedo calendar? I'm not letting my wife do that. So, yeah. The Speedo calendar. The, husband, the husband's supposed to protect uh, the wife from uh, the snakes and the serpents to go back to the garden and the apple thing. So, My stripping days are over. <laughs> when did they begin? Oh, yeah. in my younger days. Well, you know, he wasn't. He, he was in the uh, in the army and, you know, in those barracks. They get kind of... Yeah. Yes, they do. Thank you, Harvey, for your service. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chappie, for all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Thank you, guys. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. So, awesome. Stuff. If you actually want to, I, I think my wife's website is still up. Um, so it's uh, LanaGriffinPhotography.com. Yeah, she's her, her stuff's incredible. She's got a real talent and a gift for it. You guys know people who want to get some photo sessions. So she doesn't do it as like a full business thing anymore. Got kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She can't take tons and tons and tons of stuff anymore, but... Maybe even the hacks. Ooh, hack family photo. Hey, where'd the cigars go? Oh, Ricky's got them. I'm looking Ricky's for the bags smoking of them cigars all. over here. Because I just finished mine. I need, need another one. I know, I'm out. Need another one? Mm-hmm. I have a bag there. Can I have a bag? No. No. Oh. Bag them. No. 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 Did you get your conspiracy no. corner yeah. yet? No, we're about, to, we're about to do that. Uh, Here's a that. bag. Let me have a bag of cigars. Your kids are soft. Oh, oh, <laughs> Anybody want another? <laughs> yes. I actually just lit a new one myself. A Hoyo de Monterey Excalibur. Nice. Mm. You know who started that brand, Excalibur? Mm-mm. It was an old J.R. Cigar Lou Rothman's private brand. Yeah, it was. Oh, oh it. really? Sold mm. it to mm. Hoyo yeah. de Monterey. Oh, interesting. Mm. You know, it was funny. Uh, you know, I always wanted to know with a... And see if anybody knows this. I always wanted to know where Monte Cristo started from. Does anybody know... Because I just I just read it. Very interesting. What do you mean? Are you talking? Are you referencing, like, you talk, like, you referencing we, the Habanos Monte Cristo? So the term Monte the Monte Cristo cigar. Yeah. Oh. In 1939, was owned by um, a man named Menendez. Bought a cigar company. Okay. And he went, you know, from where he bought it from. He found that the rollers in various factories used to have a lector. Somebody read The Count of Monte Cristo by Dubois, I believe. Alexander Dubois wrote the book. That's how Monte Cristo was born. Mm-hmm. And he named his cigar Monte Cristo. Cool. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. I thought it was a sandwich. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Oh, all this time I thought it was a it's sandwich. Like and cheese. <laughs> okay, let's roll into the local spotlight here. Of course, we're at Plastow Cigar. We've done this place a million times, and uh, I guess they're getting a facelift here pretty soon. They are, which brings me to the question, is are these chairs going to be sitting in Chris's Lounge? Possibility. Possibility. Chris's Lounge is going to need a name. Jake's Place. Jake's Place. Jake's Place. So Chris is renovating his little shack there and turning it into a cigar lounge. Mm. So you're going you're to claim these chairs and repurpose them? Well, they're not going to have room for all these chairs. Right, yeah. I can fit eight of these. So yeah. you can fit all of them that we're sitting in, pretty much. I can fit eight of these. Wow, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, that'll be cool. Well, you can say, Maddie, if you want your air conditioner system to work correctly, uh, you're going to make me a deal. Yeah, and go. heat. 
ventilation. Yeah, I'm doing some work in here, so we'll, we'll mm-hmm. work something out. And yeah, I should be able to fit about eight, maybe less. I got my hands on a 1940 refrigerator. Oh, wow. So, does it have the little thing on the top? Um, I think it does. I haven't seen it yet. I saw like a partial picture. My neighbor put it up for sale. And I said, if nobody takes it, if you don't sell it, I'll buy it. It's hundred bucks. Yep. I don't even know. I don't think it works, but I'll put a whole new condensing unit in it and everything. Well, you could just use it for a humidor. Mm-hmm. Well, I could, yeah, but whatever we decide to do with the thing, but mm-hmm. I'm going to take it to the auto body shop, the school, have them fix it and repaint it. Oh, yeah. And Excellent. Then I'll, and then I'll bring it back. Oh, so so that may take a spot of a chair. All right. Local spotlight. We made, a, we made a trip up to Castro's in Manchester this week. We did. Castro's. We had a lovely time. Yeah. Cornette Jim was with us, too. And so uh, well, let me give him a call. See if, hold on one second. I know, I know he can't talk for very no. long, but no. he did call me earlier. And uh, let me see, just see if I can get him. Take it back! <laughs> yeah. Stop it! Well, hi there, folks. I just want to call in. I just wanted to call in from the south right now. It is really cold down here. I think when I came down from uh, New Hampshire, I brought that uh, cold with me. The very first thing I want to say on the show is... I want to thank you fellas for having me up on your show, and I want to thank my good old buddy, Reverend Harvey. It was a pleasure to see you, sir, and I miss you, and I'll always love you. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the folks out there in the Retro Hail. Retro Hail had me on, and uh, I talked all about my experience. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> huh? Excuse me. I... I think I just choked on a crawdad. What are you talking uh, about? Uh, crawdad, Arnie. So, so Jim, tell us about Go Castro's on. in Manchester. So, so we went to this place uh, called Castro's. I think it was named after that Fidelis fellow that's from Cuba. Um, but anyway, we went into this lovely little store, and uh, they had a bar in the back. And uh, it was fabulous. That's and they amazing. had this hot little bartender. She kind of reminded me of my my sister Bertina. Go on. Um, so we had a really good time. Go on. So, folks, I hear my favorite music in the background. I just have to say, I want to thank you very, very much for having me on the show, and congratulations for having a wonderful two years. One so I'm just gonna grab. I am just going to grab my shrimp and my crawdads, and I look forward to trying to figure out how I'm going to get to listen to this podcast. So everybody, you have a very healthy New Year, and a Merry Christmas to all of you. It's Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. (laughs) Maybe I'll have stuffed crawdads. (laughs) Maybe I'll stuff my favorite crawdad with shrimp. Uh So, do Do you have a turducken dad? You know, finding turduckins are very, very hot. We certainly have ducks here in Georgia, and we have turkeys in Georgia, but I prefer to use my crawdads as a stuffing, and maybe I can shoot some fowl or something. Maybe they got turduckdads. Turduckins. Turduckdads. Turkey. Yeah, I like Stuff that with turduck. Stuff with crawdads. So, anyway, I want to say thank you, and God bless you all. Okay, well, thank you very much, Crawdad Jim. Now, Javi, I'm confused. Is Crawdad Jim your 
Cousin, friend, brother, what's going on here? Who is no. this guy? No. He is nobody to me. <laughs> so, we, so, oh, so, 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 so you hung up. Bull- <laughs> All right. So anyway, so we were up the Castro's in Manchester there, and we did. Uh, and it was uh, they. One thing I noticed, they also have the big Aladino TV raffle going on up there. No details on when the drawing's going to be yet. Not that seventy-five inch one. No, yeah, no, not so. No, it wasn't oh, that's that a different big. One? It's, oh. it's, I don't know, fifty inch, something like that. Mm-hmm. They had an interesting oh. selection, I'll tell you. you see new TV. They, they got a lot of facing, a lot of cigars. It's a, it's a wall TV. Yeah, seven hundred and something inch TV. Well, it's like it's like football in a house. Yeah, it's huge. So anyway, so we go up to. We actually, we started at Twins on the Wednesday night, and Twins closes at ten. Uh, Castro is open till midnight, and it's only 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we said, oh, let's go up to... And we walk in there, we sit down, and five minutes later, the two guys that were sitting next to us in Twins walk in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Like, yeah. I had to lend Crawdad some uh, clothes, because so all four, he had is, was his overalls. So there's four guys that don't work on Thursdays, I just figured out, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice time. We didn't guys leave made your rounds, definitely. We didn't leave there till midnight. So yeah, it was good. It was, it was nice. Good, it was a nice time. It was a nice Wednesday up there. Hmm. Any of you guys been to Castro's Manchester? Yes, I've been yeah. a yeah. long, long time ago. It was a nice time. Where did the goat play? The goat was at O'Shea's. At O'Shea's. So I've not. Yeah, but they moved been, the night that he plays. You, have you been there? No, you've been there. Yeah. No, we went to Castro's. No. We went to the small little place. I've been In to Bedford. Bedford. I haven't been to Manchester. Yeah, Which I just found out is actually. Ten minutes away from my office in Bedford, New Hampshire. Now, well, because it's in Bedford. Yep. I'm like, oh, and nice. it's 15 minutes from Manchester. It's just up the road. Right. All right. Time for conspiracy corner. Unless we get any other. Actually, I do have a question. Go ahead. Is the hot dog a meal or a snack? No, I kind of took the, I slid the band off this, and I don't know if there's a secondary band underneath it. So what am I smoking? It was 87. It's inside the band. In yeah, I slipped it off, though. Not, so. a, not a problem. I'll look it up. You were yeah. smoking the burning hemorrhoid. Uh, what? <laughs> the new enema stick. How this is, is it? the new enema stick. Oh, God. Two figures, two baby. Finger. Two figures. CLE, Connecticut. Oh, okay. The two fingers. You know what? With a lip smack this, this was my introduction to COE. Actually, from you. Yeah, long time but ago. Conspiracy corner. In this is, corner, uh, it's a conspiracy. I can't wait. I'll tell you what, as a celebration of our uh, second our anniversary, second anniversary, yeah, we go back to where, where does it all come from? And uh, I think of conspiracies like um, somebody who follows science fiction. You know, and you read it, you believe it, but you don't. You you imagine a future that some of the science fiction things you read is true, and that's where the fans mm-hmm. of conspiracies come from. And what's happening out there, the big conspiracy going on in the world right now, is they're deplatforming anybody who posts conspiracies. Yeah. Really? And there's, there's some hmm. major things. Uh, one of the okay. big things that YouTube's actually doing December 10th, they are going to deplatform anyone who is not, what are they, it's not, if you're not making money on your site, and what they've done to all the conspiracy sites is they've, demonetize them. Uh-huh. So they're not allowed to have any commercials on them. So now YouTube's going to come over the top and say, well, your site's not making us any money. We're going to deplatform you. And they, there's a big wipeout, obviously. Mm-hmm. You see it all over. I mean, they're less and less, right? I mean, go search right. for a conspiracy, and they just, they're wiping them off of the internet. 
What's going on with Q? We haven't heard much from Q lately. Well, Q posted a couple times recently. There's been some new Q. What happened was... We're talking uh, QAnon here. 8 chan We haven't talked about Q in a long time. They they fought real hard, and they knocked 8chan off. Uh, the company that hosted their site yeah. pulled them. Then the company that hosted the... That they bought it through took the uh, site away from them. So they wow. started back up a couple weeks ago as 8kun. 8kun. Yeah. And it went online, and as soon as they went online, Q posted a few times, but they've been under a major attack. Really? And now they're getting into, running into it. But Q's had some posts in here. Wow. Yeah, there was some new stuff in the past couple weeks. It's amazing to me because, uh, you know, you tend to bring up these conspiracies, and then a few months later, we start to learn information about this stuff. And I'm just amazed by the information that Q puts out. Yeah, and I wonder if anybody will ever know who really, you know, who Q who really Q is. is yeah. Well, if you go back to the original conspiracy, we're hoping that next week is when they open up the cash. No. Everything's saying that uh, Dunham and the IG report is going to be released next week. Really? If part of the conspiracy that's going on this week is that last night the president was late for a rally, and the theory is is they arrested McCabe. And they yeah. told him he's getting indicted. And they sat him down. So it created a furor. So he had a big, the president had a big meeting with Durham in his office right when he was ready to get on the plane to go to his rally. And it delayed him mm -hmm. about an hour. So everything we're hearing, what they do at the end when they get this report is they go around to the people in private and say, you know, you are going to be in this report or you are going to be indicted. And they're letting everyone okay. know. And that's so, why so, Brennan is freaking out right now. So then here's a question where a lot of what Trump has said, the Supreme Court and all the different state courts have shot down. Who's going to try these people? Where are they going to get a judge to actually, okay, so you indict them, you arrest them. Yeah. Who's going to try them? You know, like just happened tonight, um, Roger Stone got pulled into a court in Washington, D.C. And no matter what he said, he got found guilty. Right. Mm -hmm. So it depends on if they put him in a court system that at least has jurors who are lean a little bit more Republican than right. Democrat. And um, Durham's from Connecticut, but he's going to pull him in. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do the trials in Connecticut or the trials in Utah. Wow. Uh, but it, it's looking like they're going to pull him in. And Very yeah, interesting. We're waiting for it all to happen. Same yeah. we've been saying for so long. Yeah, I know. We've right. been saying, and they've been saying, it's going to come out, it's going to come out. But some of the rumblings around that are every time they get ready to do something, somebody else comes up with some more information, and they got to do more investigation. Right, and that's what delayed it the last time. Yeah. And supposedly Comey Flip, he was uh, ready to be indicted, and he probably still will be indicted, but he was trying to flip right. to get less time. So we'll see next week. Obviously, that's what this whole impeachment thing's about. This is just a sham. This is just to pollute the water. They yeah. want to make the president look bad in the public's eyes, and it's not working. No, yeah, I'm, di I'm dying to ask you a question, because politically you know a lot more than most of us. What is up with uh, President Trump posing with the president of Turkey? What was that all about? Pose? Uh, you know, yeah, he just, he just, he met with uh, the president of Turkey, and I'm, I'm thinking. Erdogan? Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, oh, America's putting a base in Turkey. <laughs> I, you gotta give it to him. He's trying to be friends with everybody. They keep on, uh, trying to throw the monkey wrenches into it. Right. All these people, if had, now I want someone to write a book. What would have happened? And I want it to be about 
what life would be like right now if Hillary Clinton had been our president. And uh, I guarantee that the stock market wouldn't be at 28000 where it That's is today. Right. Uh, gasoline prices would not be sitting where they are. They, they haven't gone anywhere for a couple That's of years. Right. We'd be at 5 six, And we were well on our way into war. Had yeah. she won, we would be at war with a yeah. lot of countries. And it wouldn't be a pretty picture. And everyone thinks they, they want to you know, say that the president's done all this bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, you ruined it for all of our businesses because they can't hire anybody because the unemployment rate, rate's too low. So they can't yeah. find good workers. <laughs> he ruined it for all the perma beers because the stock market went to 28000 And he ruined it for all the big oil companies because they can't raise their prices. So he did. You know, he, he got a lot of big people mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, but he also, the economy is the best it's been in 50 years. Of course. I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. I know. Because he's, you know, ripping everything in spite of all of the bad stuff they've thrown at him. He just keeps going. You know, I just think that a lot of, you know, some of the conspiracies are made up. People want to just create conspiracies and put them out there on the map. But a lot of them, there's a lot of truth in there, and they want to hide the truth. So that's why they're deplatforming everything. Now, Mike, I have a question. Who do you think Q is? Do you think Q is one person or a group of people? I would what say think? It, Q I is, think it's a group. It's, it's a Gotta group, be a group. Of people and there's some certain people. I believe Q plus is the president. You I used to that think before. that it was a woman. Uh, well, she's one of them. Kellyanne Conway right. is one of the posters on Q. Mm-hmm. And I've figured this out because some of the verbiage that's posted is the same that she's said in similar right. speeches. Mm-hmm. And she's so super fast. She's right. like lightning fast. Ever notice when she's on a, uh, um, interview? Right. She just takes over and she has the facts and figures right at her, her head. She doesn't even have to look at anything. Sort of sounds like Rod Dad, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's got it going on. But I mean, we're going forward. I'm just finding it's tougher and tougher as we talked about to, for people to post conspiracies because you post them and they knock it off. Uh, I don't know if you saw this conspiracy la- the other day, but uh, Rep Gosha, he put a bunch of tweets. And if you read his run of tweets, every one of them started with the first letter, and it spelled out, Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, so right. oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there have been so many memes on on Facebook and the Internet and stuff on all of that. Yeah, on everything, yeah. yeah. But you believe, you got to believe that that guy has so much dirt on so many people. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. know, and, and I know people want to call it, they what they do is back to the basics. They use the word conspiracy theory to disparage your talking about a theory. We're just throwing out ideas. Did this happen? Did that happen? If you question the narrative, they call it a conspiracy theory. So, so. You know, it's it's like science fiction. You know, when people talk about science fiction things, they don't want you to truly believe them. Mm-hmm. So they want to knock it down. And, and and that's what I hate about it, because you talk about it and people want to paint a picture on you. So mm-hmm. we're, you, I'm waiting for things to happen. Yeah, it's going to. Well, we're still waiting for the rest to happen, which you said would happen like two years ago. And that hasn't happened yet. It hasn't. I don't think it ever will happen, but... Okay. Again, if we get Cory Booker involved, you never know. So there's just one person who would be able to kick Hillary's butt out there. Do you know who that is? Chuck Norris. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Lewinsky? Chuck Norris. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just amazed with all the things they've done. They just talked about it. Here they are throwing Roger Stone under the bus and all mm-hmm. these other people, including that lady who's, you know, the lady today who's testifying. Right. She lied under oath. Yeah. Oh, really? So why don't they charge her with lying under oath? Right. Mm-hmm. And, right. And, well, didn't, and just let, well let today it was the final day to register in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. And didn't uh, Duvall Pat register? Yeah, we got Duvall in the race. Yeah, yeah but Duvall yeah. missed two of the states already. Did he? But Did he? Really? I, I think it's, uh, yeah, that was on the news last night. Uh, but I think, I'm psyched that he's involved because, uh, you know, it's going to knock down the people to vote for Warren. Yep. Or yeah. Sanders. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's the reason he jumped in. What the, Here's what I think that they're, they're And I'd vote for him. Here's my conspiracy of what the Democrats are up to. What the Democrats are going to do is they want their convention to come and nobody to get more than 20%. Because if they get to the convention and nobody wins on a first ballot, that's right. the people at the convention and the superdelegates can vote for anybody. So in their convention, after that first ballot, they could pick Hillary Clinton, they could pick Michelle Obama, they could pick Oprah Winfrey, they can put anyone they want Oh, so on basically the they so can just write somebody in? They can vote on them. They'll vote on them at their convention, and they have the ability to pick anyone, even people who aren't running for president, just to step in at the last I minute. think we put should all the go ballot. there and put Crawdad Jim them in, in the, the ballot. Mix. You don't have a vote. You just, <laughs> you, you know, that's... It's not any of us. It's the big yeah. wigs in the Democratic Party, and they'll be able to actually pick who they want to run against Donald Trump. It's not going to matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I go back to my big conspiracy. The only way they can beat Donald Trump is if they juice the uh, the vote like they did before. Right. And they did it in Kentucky. Yeah. There's, there's some Recently. good proof that yeah. they, uh, yeah. they, they stole that. They stole New Hampshire last time. That was the Russians. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they got okay. some guy, they got him dead to rights uh, registering uh, veterans who passed away. Right. Yeah. I didn't yeah. hear about that one. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. In, in where? In, in Kentucky. Kentucky. In Kentucky. Yeah. For, the, for the primary. Yeah, matter, for, yeah. Not the primary. The uh, They just had a vote on... Uh, the governor. The governor thing, yeah. 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 If you look into it, the numbers, you you start looking at the numbers in certain districts, mm. and they just don't it add It doesn't up. make sense, well, yeah. Well, too. But okay. That's what they pull. Like, say, for Medicare for All to go through, and say how Warren and all of them want to give everybody... A thousand dollars a month. Yep. The problem with Medicare for all is that it doesn't all, work. All the doctors who are currently <clears throat> practicing are going to retire early, and very few people are going to go into it. So the only way Medicare for all can work in Elizabeth Warren's beautiful future is she'll have to pass a new law saying that doctors and nurses can't retire till they're seventy, and students in school have to be doctors. How else can you fill the? You have well, to make a new law. Well, you can't fund it. That's a, you know the biggest issue is you you just can't fund it. Plain and simple, you can't. You know, listen. 1935, Roosevelt passed the New Deal. Medicare, Social Security was only meant to uh, last roughly 20 years, and this country continued it and continued it and continued it. Plain and simple, we could never afford it. Plus, the uh, average age was 65. That's yeah. right, back then. So people were only on it right. for a couple of years. Now right, the average age out. of dying is well above 80, so... Yeah. Well, mathematically, it doesn't work, but we never thought Obamacare would have gone into action, and they stuffed that through. Right. So if, you know, God forbid we get a uh, Elizabeth Warren for president, and they win the House and the Senate, and I don't care if there's no money, they'll pass it. It will ruin the country. Yep. Well, but that's their goal. 
That's the ultimate goal. They want to turn our country socialist. Right, too. And we all have they want to, to fight. Get you know, many people under their thumb as they can possibly get. Right, yeah. You know, if yeah. you're dependent upon them, that, that's who you're going to vote for. Right. Clean out the swamp, baby. Clean out the swamp. So, man, yeah. you got any opinion on any of this stuff? Not really. Do you follow any of this stuff? No. I usually stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, brother. <laughs> all right, I'll study it for you. All I can say is next week, things are looking good. This reports are going to come out, and uh, there's a good chance we're going to see indictments next week. Good. You know, they keep talking. I know they keep putting it off, and it's getting aggravating. Yeah. It has to come because it can't all be untrue conspiracies. Well, well, right? There's so much this, stuff out there. There's no way all of this. There's no way well, this is false. When yeah. George Bush Sr. passed away, didn't you have a theory about that? That one? That was the day... Of his funeral or his passing was the day of they were gonna do the indictments. Not that they were doing the indictments. What were they they gave that uh, all of the people at his funeral got letters inside the thing, and they opened up and they saw and basically no. told them that I the, thought the gonna, president knew what I they thought were someone to. was going to testify or something. That's what I, I thought. Well, someone it was didn't, it didn't happen. So yeah, all right, we're it running. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So that's the, that. So back to this. Just enjoy reading about the conspiracies because. A lot of them haven't come to pass yet. Okay, so we're running we'll long here. That. It's time to... I don't know if they ever will. But. Time to put a cap on the second anniversary show here. Anybody got any other anniversary talk? Any episodes you want to talk about? No? Get to the choppers! There we go. Well, I definitely enjoyed uh, our visit with uh, Jose Dominguez. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was fun. He was he was and by the way, Jose, if you ever do listen to this, where the hell is our ashtray? No, that's the Dominican Jew. Yeah. That's... That's his, but it's if it, we start with Jose, he'll put pressure Dominican, on his brother-in-law. It's a Dominican Jew. You're never going to see the ashtray. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So that's where we're at. All right. Hey, want to keep it down up there? We're trying to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind everybody we got the uh, Patriots game there Sunday over at the, uh, uh, on the house. Yeah. Okay. Game time starts four twenty-five. The bush trimmers. Yeah, and the it's, bush trimmers. And it's dark at that time now, so we can yeah, we can do the yeah. early game now. I have to explain nice. football on the house to you. <laughs> Bushy the bush trimmer has a setup where he's got this gigantic fire pit. We burn pallets in it and. So even if it's cold, it doesn't matter because it's hot next to this thing. you got to move away. You've got a projector. Project on the side of the house, the whole side of the house, the game. So we put that up there, and it's cigars and beers and fire and football. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. No, I mean. no, no. <laughs> You'll have to join us for one of those anyway. Okay, so are you guys ready to uh, wrap it? Yes. Okay, thanks to the panel. Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, thanks for joining. Enema, enema man at a plastic cigar. Enema boy. That's oh right. yeah, Some yeah, boy, boy, man. <laughs> enema boy, man. For that gym might be an enema man. <laughs> <laughs> He's all yours. <laughs> Dominator. Dominator. Feel Dominator. We're on to season three of the Cigar Hacks. Season three. 
Mm. To do some binge watching. New shirts. New shirts coming. New shirts. New shirts. Mustang Lake. Yes. Conspiracies for everyone. Gotta make it happen. Let's see it happen before we have to put the Mustang away. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Did you put yours away yet? I'll probably put it away this week. Uh Yeah. What what color is it? It's it's, it's all black. Uh, Yeah. All black. Nice. All black, yeah. And if you go on to the Instagram there, Smoking Tobacco. That's right, I'm on there, Smoking Tobacco. You'll Facebook, see Instagram. Tobacco. You'll see pictures of the Mustang. Oh, actually, no, that's uh, there's no. there are none on there. No. That's all on my personal account. Yeah, oh. come on, he's private. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> my personal account's not even private. It's just Smoking Tobacco, it's just cigars only. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, there might be a glimpse on there, but. You could have cigars on the car or something, you know? Well, actually, actually. You since have you done that. Actually, I have done that. There there actually is photos um, of the car with someone sitting on the hood on Smoke and Tobacco. Yeah, so who is that? Uh, that's a secret. Uh, that, that's a secret. <laughs> friend of yours? Uh, yeah, that's a friend of mine. Um, mm-hmm. She does uh, She does some photos with us. Uh-huh. So Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, Reverend Avi. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Hallelujah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, our, our listeners are continue to grow. I uh, just want to thank you very much. Also, I want to remind everybody out there of uh, CigarForWarriors.org if you want to send some cigars or something. Go on their website. You know, send some cigars to the uh, soldiers overseas, preserving our freedom. Hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll be back next week. Take care. God bless. Taco Steve! Taco Light, baby! I love tacos! I love tacos! I eat tacos all the time! Give me tacos! Taco, taco, taco! Yeah! No! I can't hear Oh, hold on, wait! Wait! Oh, 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 right, right, right! But everybody have a great, uh, holiday! We'll hear from you before then, but have a great Thanksgiving, everybody! Comedy Chris! I'm funny, how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you! I make you laugh! <laughs> All right, a shock. What's shock? the what's the white fleshy stuff in the teeth between the teeth? I don't know. A slow swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Correspondent Mike, also known as Leprechaun The Leprechaun King. Yes, and remember this. Always smoking, always learning. And you guys have probably not learned anything in the past. 105 episodes, but we still want, we still want you to keep listening. That's right. There you go. You might learn something what, David? That number 500? Could be. <laughs> Alright, our special guest. Wacky Tobacco. Matthew Tobacco. I'm 5.0 with my rag top tail so my hair can blow. The girl is on standby waiting just to say hi. Did you stop? No, I just drove, I kept on. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. And, uh, you'll have to come back again. Oh, I'll definitely yep. be back anytime. Anytime. You want to come for football it. on the house Sunday? Uh, could. Yeah. We'll, we could talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you'd like that. Yeah. That sounds like a grand old time. It is. It is. It's, it's a great time. time. It's a blast. Okay. This is your humble announcer producer, Cigar Hack Day. The man! The man! The man! Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks, all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And... Pornhub! Yes. The Pornhub. Okay. Crowd out Jim's over.
been on oh, Pornhub. Oh, and thanks to Crawdad Jim for calling in for a couple of seconds there. See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. Writing arithmetic, too much homework makes me sick. When it's time to pass the test.